This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host for today's game, Scott, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Mason and Josh versus Benchwarmer Dan and newcomer Jake. So welcome to the bench, Jake. Uh, thanks for coming on. Why don't you take a minute to uh, let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, thanks, guys. Excited to be on. My name is Jake. I'm a full-time pastor, part-time garage door installer. I grew up in Michigan, and so I love pretty much all Michigan teams except for Michigan State, and now live halfway in between Madison and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ooh. Ouch. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the best place to land as a Michigan fan. Well, I can tell you that uh, Matt Doherty's not on this game, so there are no Wisconsin questions. All right. Good. <laughs> uh, so, so Jake, apparently we're already uh, slight um, enemies. I, my freshman yeah. year of college, I went to Michigan State. I understand. And that. then after That's that, okay. I, then I was at the University of Minnesota. So, but uh, okay, I can I approve of that much more. <laughs> Condolences. <laughs> well, just, despite that, Jake, we're happy to have you on. Dan, how are you today? Doing wonderful. I'm back to work. That is what's really been taking up my week, and I love it. I'm working with people in COVID, so with kids in COVID, so uh, it's a constant struggle to uh, keep socially distanced, to keep masks on, all of that fun stuff, but. At least I'm back working, and that uh, that is that is great. I'm really happy about that. Good. So Jake and I um, are related, but not really related. Um, right. Our wives are cousins. So I mean, we know each other pretty well. We've you know been to each other's houses and all. But um, we're gonna go since he's from Jake is from uh, Michigan, and I'm from Minnesota originally. We're gonna go with team name of lions and tigers and wolves. Oh my! Sounds good. I like a good long uh, name that I can probably shorten down. By the end of the game, you guys are just going to be Lions, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Mason and Josh, uh, how are you guys doing? And let me know your team name. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm just getting acclimated to a new apartment. So that's all fun. Um, definitely going to add some more sports stuff around the walls to make it more homely. But yeah, excited to play today. Maybe a nice Patrick Ramsey poster right behind. I was actually looking at Patrick Ramsey jerseys online, seeing how expensive they were. They're not too bad. Maybe able to get them. There you go. That giant fat head of um, Enrique Iglesias behind you is really, really putting putting me off right now. <laughs> yeah, the one. That- <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know they made those, man. <laughs> I didn't. Even- Wait, is it, I I can't tell. Is it mole or no mole? I can't. <laughs> yeah, move, move your head. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. No mole. It is. Josh, how are you today? Uh doing all right. Spent. Uh, the morning doing a little peaceful protesting in support of the United States Postal Service. Um, we went to our distribution center just uh, in a suburb of the Twin Cities just to show our support and, and all that good stuff. Um, other than that, you know, I got home, I got ready for this, and uh, I, I never like going up against Dan, but we'll, we'll see. Mason and I have taken down Eric once before, so there is hope. Impressive. Um, yeah, so our team name is going to be the Mason Bombback Line. Where, where does that run? Like through, through Kansas? Uh, I think it actually just runs through the Mississippi yeah. River. Yeah. Well, well, that would make more sense, actually, yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of the, of the river, actually. Well, welcome to the bench, gentlemen. Now on to the rules. 
We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Let's go ahead and get things underway with the tailgate round consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question number one. Brothers Vladimir and Vitaly are both former heavyweight champions in boxing. What is their last name? All right, we'll, we'll check in. Okay, the Mason Bombac line has checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, feel free to talk it out. You're going to have a start by pronouncing Russian names. Thanks. Right. It's going to be a long day. Jake, I think it's something like Klitschko. Klitschko? Yeah, that, something like that. That sounds, that sounds right to me. That sounds... Yeah, I'm thinking like mid 2000s, early 2000s. That sounds about right. Yeah, I, I don't know much more about them, but I've, I've nope. heard that name. So, no. Nope. All right, let's. Drago would have been better. <laughs> yeah, I must break you. All right, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll check in with uh, Klitschko. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with Klitschko. Mason Bombback line. What was your answer? Well, really appreciate you not making us spell this because I'm sure I didn't spell it correctly, but I did spell it phonetically, and it was Klitschko. Both teams have checked in with Klitschko, and both teams are on the board. Amir and Vitaly Klitschko is correct. I also don't know much about them, so I don't have a lot of flavor text. So we're going <laughs> to question two. What phenomenon started on February 4th, 2012, during a game between the New York Knicks and the New Jersey Nets? Well, we can check that in, Jake. We can also check in. All right. So it appears both teams have checked in. Mason Bombac line, what was your answer? Um, Yeah, I remember when this was big. It was... Kind of a crazy event. Um, we went with Lynn Sanity. All right. So Mason Bombback line has checked in with Lynn Sanity. Over to Lions and Tigers and Wolves. What was your answer? Yeah, we also checked into Lynn Sanity. This was a, a dude that was able to cash in a lot of big checks after a one short period, a period of being good. Short. One of my shorts. One of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of my favorite short stretches in the history of the league. The correct answer is Lynn Sanity. Points all around. Mason, I don't know how you remember it, being as you were about five. <laughs> a little older than five, but yeah. He's 12 years old right now. Heck of a beard for a 12 year old. Right. Question number three Who is the Major League Baseball leader in all time pinch hit home runs, blasting 23 of them while playing for 12 different teams? I'm guessing this isn't the player to be named later. <laughs> I will not accept that. He probably <laughs> was at one point, right? <laughs> right. Well, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have anything better, so if you want to check that in, we can go with that. Okay, we'll go ahead and check in. All right, Mason Bombac line is checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, the floor is yours. I, I don't have a lot on this, but um, you brought Jake, you brought up a name that clicks a couple boxes. One, he played a lot yeah. for a lot of teams. Two, he Hit a lot yeah. of home runs. And three, he's one of Scott's favorite players. So maybe we uh yeah, maybe we go with uh Gary Sheffield and see if that's uh I mean if 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 if, if he's playing the know your host game, then right. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. We'll yeah. see if it's I mean, right. That's the only guy I could think of that played like a long time that hit a decent amount of home runs. I don't know if he played that many teams though. Yeah, 
I mean, I know he played, he played for more than I can count off the top of my head right now. So. Right. Right. All right. Let's, yeah, yeah, I'm let's good go. with we'll it. check in with Gary Sheffield. Okay. Lions and Tigers and Wolves has checked in with uh, the almighty marvelous Gary Sheffield over to Mason Bombback line. What was your answer? Um, I don't know why this particular name had this particular connection for me, um, but I think he pitched it home runs and I hope it's enough to get to 23. Um, so we checked it with Matt Stairs. Okay. So the Mason Bombback line has checked in with Matt Stairs. One team will be getting points this round. The correct answer in the Major League Baseball leader for career pinch hit home runs is Matt Stairs. Oh, nice job, nice Mason. Pull, man. Um, Mason yeah. Nice pull there. So uh, know your host zero <laughs> right now. Yeah. Heading in to the first quarter, we have a score of Lions and Tigers and Wolves with 20 points and the Mason Bombback line with 30. And that brings us to the first quarter. Today's first quarter will be the debut of a brand new round called Odd One Out. The Odd One Out. For this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. So for this quarter of Odd One Out, I am going to give you the name of a city followed by six random years. Major sports teams in this city, and that's big four, have won championships in all but one of these given years. All I need from you is the odd one out. Question number one, the city is Chicago. And the years are 1917, 2016, 1961, 1938, 1986, and 1994, and I do want to clarify that if it would be the year that the championship game took place, not necessarily the season. Yeah, that's it. That's got to be it. Yeah, that's what I think. All right, we'll, we'll check in. Okay, Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombback line, you guys can talk it out. Well, we knew 2016 is the Cubs, so that's out. 86 would have been the Super Bowl for the 85 Bears. Right. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's um, those older ones, I'm not sure on. I think he's trying to trick us with the 94, unless one of their other sports won. Because the Bulls didn't win in 94. Because their, their first three-peat was 90-91, 91-92, 92-93. And so then 94 would have actually been the Houston Rockets in 94 and 95. Then 96-7-8 were the... Uh, Bulls again. The Bears didn't win the Super Bowl in 94. I don't know. I don't think the Blackhawks were very good winning Stanley Cups in the 90s. Yeah, I'm, I'm tending to think some of the older ones are Blackhawks. Like 38 or 61 could easily be Blackhawks in there because they were pretty good for that time. Sure. Yeah. The 1917, is it, the White Sox were 1919 with the scandal, so 17 could be. Was that the Cubs before they went on a long stretch without? They were 1908. I mean, 17 could have been the White Sox, right? Like, I just, I'm, unless there's someone else on 94, I think he's trying to throw us a curveball there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm willing to go with that. I think that might be the trick there. So should we check in with 1994? Sure. All right, we're going to check in with 1994. The Mason Bombag line has checked in with 1994. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what was your answer? We made it through 1986 with the Bears and 2016 with the Cubs. And then Jake said, hey, wait a minute. Is a, 94 is a gap year, isn't it, for the Bulls? 
And you remember yeah. the uh, that ESPN 30 for 30, June 17th, 1994. That was the uh, the Rockets and the Knicks yeah. in the championship for that one. So, yeah, so we settled on 1994. So both teams have checked in with 1994. What I'll do here is I'll go through the years and tell you which ones had champions for that city. As everyone alluded to, 2016 was obviously the Cubs. 1986, the year that the Super Bowl took place for the Chicago Bears. 1961, uh, the Stanley Cup champions were the Chicago Blackhawks. 1917, the Chicago White Sox won the World Series. And in 1938, the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup as well. The odd one out is 1994, so points all around. Yes. Yes. Wasn't that bad? We can do that. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you only got four more. All right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Question number two. The city is Philadelphia. And the years are 1974, 2010, 1983, 2018, 1980, 1975. Scott, uh, we can check in. Okay, the Mason-Bombac line has checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, you guys can talk it out. Okay, so we're talking about um, 2010. I, I, I'm pretty sure the Flyers were in the Stanley Cup Finals that year, but I can't remember yeah. if they won. Right. Um, the other one that's getting me is 1975. Okay. Because it wasn't the Eagles. Right. I don't think the Phillies won in the 70s in, in baseball. Sure. The, I mean, it I, feels like it's still a Flyers it, thing. It could be a Flyers right? thing at that point. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm with you in the sense of I'm like high, high 90s percent sure Chicago's in or right at the edge of that Stanley Cup that year. It was my last year living just south of Chicago. And like students in the youth group I was leading were obsessed with the Blackhawks and I made fun of them because I was a Red Wings fan. And so I know that the Blackhawks were great that year. Like that was one, like kind of the, the, the hint, the head point of those to- Taves years. But I, and I don't have a memory of them losing in the finals once getting there, but like, I'm not like, you know, hundred percent on that. Yeah. And I have no idea in the seventies. 75 might be the broad street bullies actually. Okay. Now that I think about it. Yeah. 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 I think the Blackhawks won the cup in 2010. I, I, I do. So maybe we need to go with that one. I can't think of anything that's going to shift us more. Unless it's one of those old ones. If it's one of those old ones, then there's nothing we can do about it. Right. Totally. Yep. Yep. I'm with you there. All right. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's go with 2010. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with 2010. Mason Bombac line. What did you guys come up with? Well, we were pretty quick. Uh, Mason sent over to me. He was like, I'm pretty sure 83 is the 76ers. Um, obviously, I sent back saying 2018 is the Eagles. I don't really want to remember that, but let's move on from there. Um, move on. Move on. And, and it helps to pay attention when you're hosting a game, listening to all the other teams talk through things, because in the, the, one of the last ones I hosted – Dan and Trey Kelso were talking about the Phillies in 1980. So I was like, 1980 is the Phillies. Um, And then we were like, okay, so we have two older ones in 2010. Mason, he was like, well, he thought maybe 2010 could have been the Flyers. And then he asked the question, were there back-to-back championships for the Stanley Cup in the 70s? 
there seemed to have been a lot of multiple year winners in the Stanley Cup back then. So we went with 74 and 75 being the Flyers. So we checked in with 20. Okay. So both teams have checked in with 2010. So I will uh, give away the years now. 2018, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles, Philly special. Uh, 1983, the Philadelphia 76ers won the NBA championship. 1980 World Series, Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Dan, you mentioned the Broad Street Bullies. I believe that was 1974 when the Flyers won the Cup. So 1974, uh, the Flyers. Uh, so it's down to either 2010 or 1975. And I can tell you that in 1975, the Flyers repeated as Stanley Cup champions. So the correct answer is 2010. Jake, I forgot that 1974 was even on that list. Um, <laughs> so we'll That's take awesome. that and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We'll take it. Oh. All right. So both teams with points on that one, which leads us to question number three in odd one out. And we've gotten here. Finally, the city is New York, which, you know, opens up a lot more teams. And the years are 2001, 1994, 1970, 1981, 2012 and 1950. I can give you one hint and that the 1994 one's not a Bills Super Bowl. <laughs> you, did say, you said city, city though, correct? <laughs> right. So this would be New York I did, City. I did. I just wanted it to. It doesn't matter. Matters. Buffalo hasn't <laughs> won anything. Right. So. Right. <laughs> Buffalo Braves maybe did. We'll, we'll check in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombach line, you fellas can discuss out loud. We're working on narrowing it in. Yeah, we've got, I think we've kind of eliminated two of them. One for sure, 1970. It was either the Knicks or the Jets, could be both. Yeah, I, I think I think that's definitely going to be one of those ones. Um, I think 81 was the Islanders, and I only know that from my last game when we had the two four-peat teams. Um, Do you stop hosting yeah. games, Josh, please? No, no. It's the only way I learn anything. Is by <laughs> well, sounds like the best. That sounds like the best prep there is. I, I don't learn <laughs> things otherwise. <laughs> I'm thinking 1950s. Maybe the Brooklyn Dodgers. Either that Maybe. or the Yankees. Because, you know, the Yankees were – they had a stretch back then where they were good too. So I think that's one of the baseball teams. I'm comfortable with that. Dodgers and Yankees played each other in the 50s. So that leaves us, what, 94, 01, and 2012. Now, I'm thinking 2012 might be a trap because the Giants won the Super Bowl in the 2012 season, which would have been 2013. Yeah, I, I say we go with 2012. Let's – yeah, because I mean, I I can't think of anything for ninety four no one. Like I think maybe. the Rangers won in the nineties, so the ninety four could have been one of theirs. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. Okay, so we're gonna go with twenty twelve. Sure. All right, let's check in with twenty twelve. The Mason Bombback line has checked in with two thousand and twelve. Lions and Tigers and Wolves. What was your answer? Uh, we eliminated ninety four right away because of the Rangers. And then the next one we came to was 2001, right, Jake? And then yep. as we're going through that one, we're trying to figure out who won a championship in 2001. 
Yeah, and it feels like the only option is Yankees, of, if anyone, that year in the New York team, right? Well, the Giants were in the Super Bowl that year, but they lost to the Ravens. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you pointed out. Yeah, that's the year that I think that's the year that Diamondbacks beat the Yankees. Yeah, the it is. 2001 was. And then we, we know it wasn't the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the Jets. wasn't the Mets wasn't the Rangers. So we right. kind of landed on 2001. We didn't really consider any other years after we got to 2001. It doesn't matter how you get to it, I guess, as long as you get to a, a, an answer. Uh, first time we've had separate answers on this. Uh, one team will be getting points. 1994, New York Rangers won the Stanley Cup. 1970 is the Willis-Reed New York Knicks NBA championship. 1981, as Bombach alluded to, was the middle of an Islanders four-peat. 1950, the New York Yankees won the World Series. Mason and Josh, uh, you're going to be upset. The Giants won the Super Bowl in 2012. It was the 2011 season. The 2012 season was the Ravens in 2013, the Beyonce Blackout Super Bowl. For no New York teams that won a championship in 2001, that is the correct answer. Good job coming up with the Diamondbacks there. Jay yeah, Davis. I remember the dorm. I went to a school where you weren't allowed to have TVs in your rooms because it was a weird Christian school. And we had a TV in our room to watch that game. So I remember sitting and watching that. We watched a, a random Yankees Diamondbacks World Series game? It was the World <laughs> It was the World Series, and we were Christian star for, like, entertainment. <laughs> That's a good World Series, though. I mean, seven <laughs> games with a walk-off <laughs> hit. I mean, it's, yeah. Right? Right? Question number four. We just had New York, so now let's do Los Angeles. The years are 2014. 1959, 1972, 2003, 1965, and 2009. Does Anaheim count as Los Angeles, Scott? Only since the Angels have changed their name. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and check in. Jason Bombback Line has checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what's on your mind? So I'm leaning 72, Dan. I can't think of any team. Like, I'm not strong on it, but I'm pretty sure the Lakers were in a, in a gap of being good then. Um, it's definitely the Dolphins Super Bowl year, right? So not. Yes, that's definitely that. You You were putting the Lakers on. A championship in 2003 yeah I want to say it ended in 02 but I don't have thunder on that so I worked at the NBA pre-draft camp in 2004 during the NBA finals and that's when the Pistons were beating the Lakers because everybody there was freaking out because it was happening in in 03 04 04 so I think they won in 03 and then lost to the Pistons in 04 I think that's the Ben Wallace rip hamilton pistons year but i thought it was a repeat it was it was for a repeat i thought if if it was the 04 season that they lost to the pistons all four championship okay yeah if that was that if it was that year i'm pretty sure the spurs won it the year before that because the spurs won two in a row there right um because the pistons beat the lakers for their first one the spurs for their second one Spurs beat the Nets lost to the Spurs around this yes. time. Yep. I I, I want to say that's 03. I think 72 okay. might be our might be our year because we we 
14 was the the Kings. Kings, yeah. 59 and 65 were both the Dodgers, and 65 was against the Twins. I know that one dead on. Um, yeah. 09 was was Kobe without Shaq. Right. I, I think the Spurs won in 03, and I don't think any other team would have won it. Okay. I'm. Yeah, I, I have nothing on 72. Like, I have no idea on 72, like, who would win or who didn't. I, it wasn't the Lakers. Um, the only conf- – the only confusion for me with the 03 one is I, I, I was pretty sure when the Pistons beat the Lakers, it was they were going for two in a row of Kobe and Shaq. And that's why it was surprising when the Pistons beat them in, in that 04 finals. That's, that's, where, like, that's where my mind is on that. Like, I could be mistaken okay. on that, that, it's, that it wasn't for a repeat. All right, well, I don't, but, I don't, I don't have a year on the, on the Spurs-Nets series. Right. It was around that's them, a, but I don't have a year. Jefferson-Nets, right? It was a Richardson Jefferson. Yep. Teams, yep. Right? But if if you're pretty sure they were coming off of a uh, off of a repeat, and it was and that was definitely yeah. 04, then I mean, yeah. then I don't see any reason to go against you on this. Yeah, I can just remember like literally like it was the weirdest year because I working the NBA pre draft camp means like Ewing and Pat Riley and all the, Jerry West and these guys are all hanging out by us, flipping out about uh, an M- the way an NBA Finals is turning out, and I feel like it was because it was a double year, but. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty strong with that. I okay. could be wrong, but I feel. All pretty right, we'll strong. go with that then. So we'll say we'll say two thousand and three was the year then. Well, that's the year that there was a championship, so the odd out would be seventy two. Oh, we're, oh, right? I'm okay. So we're saying okay, we're saying seventy two was the odd one out. Okay, yeah. all right, we'll go with nineteen seventy two. Hey, Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with nineteen seventy two. Mason Bombback line. What is your answer? Um, so we had a couple of them that we kind of immediately recognized. 2014 was Kings. Both agreed Dodgers was 65. Uh, we thought the Dodgers were probably 59 as well. Uh, I wasn't too sure about when they exactly moved to LA, but it was sometime in the 50s. So 59, you know, would be enough time for them to move. Um, and we were pretty, I immediately said this and Josh agreed that 2009 was the Lakers and 1972 was the Lakers. Um, so that left us. 2003. That's what we checked in with. Yeah, I'm. Uh, once again, I get to from writing trivia uh, for the triviality game that we recorded last weekend. Um, uh, the three-peat years, the, the years that there was 2000 to 2002 were their three-peat. So I'm pretty sure it was the Spurs that won in 03. 2014, the LA Kings beat the New York Rangers. 2009, Kobe without Shaq. 1959 and 1965 were indeed the Dodgers. 1972 was the very first Lakers championship in the city of Los Angeles. The correct answer and the odd one out is 2003. Well, that's, I mean, no, I didn't, I I did not have 2003 as the year for that. I knew it was around there, but I had no idea what year it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have to give credit to Mason, the youngest yeah. of us on this podcast, who came up with the seventy-two. Seriously, Lakers. that's impressive. So I, I wasn't the one sitting on that one, so good job, Mason. I don't know why that stuck out in my head. I was like, I know it's early seventies, and seventy-two felt pretty good on that. So, yeah. So points like to Mason Bombback line on that one, and that brings us to our and final question in odd one out. And yeah, Jake, I waited to put you in suspense. The city is Detroit. And the years are 2004, 2002, 
1984, 2000, 1945, and 2008. That's it. That's definitely it. We can, yeah, we'll, we'll check in. Okay. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves checked in. Mason Bond, floor is yours. Four is definitely Pistons. 84 I was Tigers. And I'm thinking 1945 is also the Tigers. I know they won one earlier than that. Yep. I, that sounds, that sounds, I mean, it's definitely in a time frame that they could have. So we're looking at 2000, 2002, and 2008. Right. Two out of the three were probably Red Wings. I can't think of any other team that would have won in either. In any, in either. Yeah. I don't know what that's like to have a hockey team that wins Stanley Cups. So. I don't know what it's like to have a hockey team, period. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I would lean 2000 just because, like I said, I don't think – I don't recall them winning three out of four. So that's that's a pure just out of that. I, I can't tell you for sure on 02 and 08, but that would be my guess. Okay. Yeah, that logic makes sense. I don't really have a strong inkling anyway, so I'm willing to go with 2000. Okay. So we'll uh, check in with the year – 2000. Okay, the Mason Bombac line is checked in with Eric's favorite year of 2000. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves, what was your answer? We got 84 right away. 2004 right away, thanks to our last uh, talk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yep. 1945 seems like a uh, Hank Greenberg year for the Tigers, so we uh, got that one out of the way. It came down to 08 and 2000 and 2002. <laughs> Yeah, Josh, there's a, probably a reason you don't remember the 2000 NHL um, Stanley Cup Finals, and that's because the Stars were playing for uh, a back-to-back championships in 2000. Nobody wants to watch that. Yeah, yeah, right, right? Thank goodness the Devils beat them in 2000. So it comes down, and yeah, we came down to 2000. So both teams have checked in with Eric's favorite year of 2000. Uh, obviously, thanks to uh, Jake, last question. We know the Pistons won the championship in 2004. Uh, 1945 and 1984 were both indeed the Detroit Tigers. 2008 would be the Red Wings winning the Stanley Cup. And they also won the Stanley Cup in 2002. The correct answer is the year 2000. Points for both mm. teams. Hey, my logic worked out. Scott, you had one chance to throw a 1950s Lions championship I, in there. I, <laughs> I don't know if you've listened. I don't, I don't go near the Lions ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've done me wrong too many times in the past. It's <laughs> fair. I'm sure not as badly as they have for you. But yeah, so. no, that's that's why they exist is to do people wrong. Are you a big okay. Scott Mitchell fan there, Scott? Or what? <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> I almost went. I almost broke my rule and threw the Detroit Shock in there. <laughs> Swin Cash in them won that champion. <laughs> After the first quarter, we have a score of Lions and Tigers and Wolves with 100, and slightly ahead with 110 the Mason Bombac line. And that brings us to today's second quarter, which will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one. 
This basketball coach was inducted into the College Basketball Hall of Fame in 2017 and was suspended from competition by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency the following year. Let's check that in. Right? Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombback line, you guys can talk it out. Swimming? Swimming? Is there anyone who... Ryan Lochte is a swimmer? Ryan Lochte is a swimmer, and he's... Kind of out there, so maybe... He's a knucklehead, so... And his his first name is a last name. Okay, do we know any coach's last name, Ryan? Bo? Bo Ryan, wasn't he a longtime coach for the Badgers? I mean, he definitely... Yeah, I, my, I would go... He had a long stretch, and Wisconsin did have... Um, success, even though they didn't win the championship, but they were they were always going and, and competing really well. I would go with Bo Ryan Lochte at this point. I don't have any other Ryans. Like, I know Bo Ryan was a basketball coach. We know Ryan Lochte is a knucklehead swimmer who very well could have been doping. Yeah. Should we check in with Bo Ryan Lochte? No, it's better than anything else I got, so we'll go. All right, we're going to check that in. Hey, Mason Bombback line has checked in with Bo Ryan Lochte. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what did you guys check in with? Yeah, our process is almost identical. And, and so it's pretty amazing that we all thought of a Olympian swimmer before a college basketball coach. But we, we did the same exact thing, Bo Ryan Lochte. Beep, beep, beep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct answer is Bo Ryan Lochte. Points all around. Yeah, I just wasn't getting there with coaches trying to come up with a last name that could be a first name first. So then I was like, is there someone on the doping side? So He is a knucklehead. He certainly (laughs) is a knucklehead. (laughs) Question number two. You can hear this voice of basketball do play-by-play on TNT. He also played less than two seasons with the team that signed him to a seven-year, $100 million contract in the 2008 offseason. Check that in. Yeah, we'll check in. We're checking. Okay, the Mason Bombach line has checked in. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves, share with us your thoughts. Yeah, well, we've, the first we jumped on Marv Albert right away. Yeah. Like in Marv Albert Bell, but that, I don't know, it seems that's late for him, right? Yeah, that is too late for, for Albert Bell. Yeah. And Pujols has played more than mm-hmm. that many games for the, for the Angels. Like Brian Anderson's definitely the up-and-coming TV voice. Like he just got signed to do video game and stuff recently. He lives pretty close to me, but I is is there a baseball dude with Anderson something last name? It was a bust. No. Um, okay. I mean, it's 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 got to be Albert. I mean, Anderson. I mean, unless it's Anderson Hunt or something, but right. He didn't get a hundred million dollar contract, Mm-mm. and not in two thousand eight. Right. Who else goes by Albert? I mean, I, I yeah, I can't can't think of any. We're we're just we're just missing somebody, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to hold on to it, you know? Um, yeah, I don't think anything else is going to come. Do you go Pujols then? Because at least the years are closer. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, it doesn't fit. But, I mean, there's really not much we can do about it. So, Mm-mm. all right. We'll, uh, we'll begrudgingly go with uh, Marv Albert Pujols. Yeah. Okay, Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with Marv Albert amazing hitter Pujols. Uh, Mason Bombback line, what do you guys come up with? Yeah, you, uh, you've got the wrong sport. Uh, unfortunately um pretty quickly mason sent over um uh, kevin harlan and then i was trying to come from the other side and i said who was that washington football d lineman who signed the big deal around then and immediately mason 
type back Albert Hainsworth. So the answer we're checking in with is Marv Albert Hainsworth. Mm-hmm. One team getting points on this question. The correct answer is Marv Albert Hainsworth. So nice pull there, Mason. I've completely forgotten about Albert Hainsworth. Completely. completely. He's not, <laughs> it he wasn't was, even in my head. Football was the first place that went to my head. And I was like, yeah, who was that? And of course, I didn't have the name. But as soon as I sent it to him, he just started shaking his head as he was typing. So Once he said Washington D lineman that signed a big contract and didn't do well, I was like, okay, I know exactly That's who you're amazing. talking about. That's amazing. Awesome. Good teamwork, Mason. Good teamwork. All takes. Question number three. He led his team to five NFC championship games, but never won a Super Bowl and is the highest all-time goal scorer for the U.S. national team. All right, we'll, uh, we'll check in. All right, the mason Bombback line is checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, you guys can talk it out. It can't be flipped, right? Like there's not – because like Landon Donovan McNabb. But it's the wrong way. Right, it's the wrong order, though. And he went to a Super Bowl. Was it without winning a Super Bowl or without going to a Super Bowl? Well, he led his team to five straight NFC championships, meaning he went to the Super Bowl five times. It's hard for me to think it's anyone outside of McNabb, just like because he had that run like that. Yeah. But I so, mean, earlier it could be. It could be Nab something. It doesn't have to be McNabb. Right. Abby Wambach. McNabby Wambach. There it is. Yep. Jeez. Yep. Donovan McNabby Wambach. If that's it, yes. God, shame on you. But okay. If it's not, then I, my apologies. But <laughs> no, it sounds better than anything else. We got. All right. Let's check that in. Okay. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with this somehow shameful Donovan McNabby Wambach. Mason Bombach line, what was your answer? Um, well, the first thing I came up with for the first part was Donovan McNabb. And I was in the same ballpark as Josh thinking hockey is first, hockey at first. Um, and then he said, well, what about soccer? And all of a sudden I was like, who starts with NAB? And then I thought, Ab, Abby Wambach. So we also checked in with Donovan McNabby Wambach. Well, shame on me. The correct answer, <laughs> Donovan McNabby Wambach. Oh, that, Scott, was beautiful. Don't listen to Dan. <laughs> You could triple that one. You throw Landon on the front, you get a three-namer so there. I, I originally had Landon Donovan <laughs> McNabb as my question, and I was Too like, easy. you know what? Yeah, exactly. I thought I'd make it a little yeah. bit more difficult. Question number four. He won a national championship in 2020 and five NBA championships with the Lakers and Bulls. Yeah, I, I say go with it. Okay, we're going to go ahead and check in. Mason Bombach line is checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what are you guys pondering? Was there a Grant that played for LSU? But that'd be backwards then, right? Because the NBA second half. Why am I getting everything backwards here? Because I did it last game to you. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's an order fluid round now. It, it runs in the in-law. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, I mean, we're sitting with, like, most horse Grant. Ron Harper Ron Har- said played for, he played for both. I, I don't know if he was there for all three Lakers or the, I think he was there for all three second half bowls. He was in Rodman. Rodman, Rodman won with the Pistons though, too. So I don't know. Yeah. So I feel it's gotta be Horace or Ron or some other guy that we don't even remember. But it's not going to be something Horace. No, I, I just can't even think of LSU players right now outside of Burrow and Remember that they had lots, way too many fast receivers, as usual. And 
some studly corner as usual. It was just like a normal LSU thing, except they could throw the ball for once. Yeah. I mean, there's Burrow, there's um, Jefferson, there's who else? Uh, Chason or Kaison or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Yeah. They're a queen, something queen. Moss's kid was a tight end, right? Yep. Probably stud running back sitting there too. His name his name was like what, Thaddeus? Yeah, it was something tricky. Unless it ends with Thad, something that ends with Thad. Thaddeus, Thaddeus Moss, Moss, Catino Mobley. <laughs> you, <laughs> That's it. you got it. That's it. it. <laughs> oh, man. Friend of the podcast. Um, Jake, this is one that I might just have to let it go because I'm. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm feeling pretty pathetic that we've had one national championship this entire year collectively. And I can't think of the players from it, but. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like we've named a whole bunch of them already. Yeah, we probably named the right one, and we're just mix and we're just missing it. Can't think it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to come up with any. Else. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to have to punt this one. I didn't even think funny. No. No lucky Johnson. Nothing. All right. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have punted. Mason Bombback line. Yeah, this is this is 100 Mason. So go ahead, Mason. You guys are going to kick yourself when you. Um. Well, I started out by going through their whole lineup, which I knew pretty much all of it. The big names just didn't fit anything. And I was thinking, okay, well, won a national championship. That's LSU. And the coach is Ed Ogeron. I thought of it. And I, oh, my gosh. After that, I was like, okay, well, I threw out Ron Harper. And Josh was like, that seems about right that he won five championships. Because I didn't know how many he won. I know he won a few. Um, so we checked in with Gold Tigers, Ed Ogeron, Harper. Yeah, I think you got three with the Bulls and two with the Lakers. One team is getting points. The correct answer is Ed Ogeron Harper. As a Michigan fan, Ed Ogeron is just Cajun Brady Hoke, so I forget his name. (laughs) (laughs) That's excellent. (laughs) There's our episode title. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Get working on that one, Mason. Question number five, the final question in pre and post game. I'm sorry, Scott. I I just see a picture of of Brady Hoke with. With, with like, like the, the Zatarans, <laughs> a box of Zatarans, right? <laughs> Zatarans! Outside, outside, standing outside Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing beads. <laughs> Looking very confused as always. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Make that happen, Mason. All right, I'll work on it. All right, question number five. His 3,043 receiving yards are a record at Rutgers and is the only NCAA player to score 2,000 points and block 500 shots. Does the second one check out? I think so. I was, I was leaning that way as well. Just make sure it's not backwards. No, no. I, I, no. <laughs> Let's check. I, I think we can check that in. Yeah, yep. Okay, Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombback line, you guys can talk it out. He said NCAA player, correct? Yes. Yes. So I did something similar with Sabrina Ionescu, where it was NCAA player to get it, not hitting at the sport. Okay. Same as men's. Okay. This could be something similar, just because I've done the same thing before. Just just putting that out there. I know women's basketball is not known for blocks, but just... well, who is? Uh, no, it's not Brittany Griner. That doesn't work with Sanu, unless that's not right. I don't know. But there's a wide receiver that fits with Britt and Brittany. Kenny Britt. Did Kenny Britt go to Rutgers? I, yeah, I mean, it's possible Kenny Britt could have gone there. I, I like Brittany Griner as the, like with you saying, it, he didn't say men's. So, all right. So we're going to check in with 
Kenny Brittany Griner. The Mason Bombback line is checked in with Kenny Brittany Griner. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what's your answer? I'm not going to lie. I, I, I walked away while they were talking to take care of some business. And I came back and I heard them talking about Brittany Griner and my heart sank. Because uh, I, as soon as you said those stats for the basketball player, I immediately went women's basketball and immediately got on Brittany Griner. And then Kenny Britt kind of followed from there. So we said Kenny, Brittany Griner. All right. Both teams will be getting points on that one. The correct answer is Kenny, Brittany Griner. Nice, uh, nice, perfect round there, Bombeck. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, You're welcome. A lot of that goes to Mason. <laughs> but, uh... I owed you. I owed you one where you only get one yeah. out of five, but oh. I threw you a bone. <laughs> Actually, this feels Mason and I are. This is how we were playing when we beat Eric the one time, where things are just clicking when we're talking to each other. So, um, yeah. That brings us to the end of the second quarter. So heading into halftime, we have a score of Lions and Tigers and Wolves with 160, and the Mason Bombback line. Pulling away a little bit with 210. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one What actor made his feature film debut in 2005's Coach Carter? I, I'm, I, I trust you on that. I, I, that sounds about right. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. That sounds good. We'll check that in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombback line, what say you? So uh, Mason typed over to me, I've never seen it, like usual with halftime movies. Um, I have this is this is in his realm, his timeline too. I know. So I've seen this movie once, like around the time it came out. Obviously, Samuel L. Jackson is Coach Carter. I'm trying to think of who were like my initial eyes, like Michael B. Jordan, but I think that's too early for him. Like that seems 2005. That's 15 years ago. I don't. I think he's younger, but I mean, he very well could be. I don't know if I have anything better than that i don't have anything better than that. like i think that i think that's too early for him but i don't have i just don't have another name right now he's like the athletic actor that i can think of and i don't know if i'm just because of creed and all that i don't know i mean that was your first instinct so i'm willing to go with it i mean i i'm not i don't think it's right but i have nothing better so should we just check in with that sounds good to me all right we'll check in with michael b jordan the mason bombback line is checked in with michael b jordan Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what do you guys come up with? Yeah, I think um, unlike most movies, I think this is the token white guy on the team, Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that movie, wasn't he? Uh, Bombback, Michael B. Jordan actually made his film debut in 2001 in Hardball. That's right. Hmm. Uh, playing one of the kids. So I may, maybe, I don't well, know. Well, I'm just. All. That's where it. Okay. Yeah, I just think from him probably... playing a kid in a sports movie. Well, you know, I, I think it was more about him being you sure. Know. Uh, the correct answer is the token white guy. <laughs> oh. It sounds like that was Jake. So nice pull there. Yeah, great job, Jake. 
Thanks. Question number two. What basketball player shares his nickname with a Detroit-based rap group? We'll, we'll check in. Okay. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombback line, uh, you want to let us know how many Detroit-based rap groups you guys know? I'm, I'm not going to get there. Yeah. Sure, we'll go with my initial instinct. We'll check in with, uh, the, with Rip Hamilton. Maybe there's an RIP or something rap group. So. <laughs> okay, the Mason Bombback line is checked in with Rip Hamilton. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what's your answer? For me, I wasn't going to get this unless this is right. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. You, you say a, a Detroit rap group, I'm immediately going to D12 um, with Eminem and the bunch. Um, and I think that might be Dwight Howard's nickname. I think I, he wore 12 in, uh, in Charlotte. I can remember that. So we, uh, we went with D12 and hoping that there is a basketball player with a D12 nickname. Okay, so just to clarify, your check-in answer was D12? Wait, Howard. Oh, we're, or you're asking for the – okay, I'm sorry. That's why I wanted to clarify. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I had – listen to the questions today, Dan. Come on. <laughs> so I guess, I guess we're going with Dwight Howard then. All right. One team will be getting points this round. Uh, 30 Dozen, also known as D12 is the uh, Detroit-based rap group, and that is one of several nicknames for NBA player Dwight Howard. For some reason, I was thinking, I was, th I was actually thinking you were asking for the rap name, the, the band's name, so I'm... Number three. Probably not getting any better for you guys. Minka Kelly starred as Lila Garrity on Friday Night Lights for four seasons. What famous athlete dated Minka for three years, from 2008 to 2011? I mean, that's, that's the one that jumped to mind. Should we check that in? I don't have anything, so yeah, that's fine. All right. So since Mason is letting me uh, take control here, um, uh, I'll check in, or we'll check in. I mean, he's still on the team, so. Mason Bombback line is checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, how much do you guys know about uh, celebrity couples? I know a bit. Yeah, not much. But She's young. Okay, so she, yeah, I mean, she's younger. Like she's pretty young when she was on Friday Night Lights and Parenthood. Like those were kind of yeah. her two jams. But like that could very well be because there gotta be a big name dude to date her because she was yeah, and, like the hot item. Yes, she was. D Derek Jeter dated a lot of famous people in yep. that time. Yep. I mean, just over and over and over again. The list was ridiculous. Yep. I. I've got no other way to go than Jeter. So if you think that that's, that's very probable, reasonable, yeah, then totally. I say we go with it. Totally reasonable. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll check in with D12. I mean, D2? Derek, Derek Jeter, D2. <laughs> D2. <laughs> All right. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with Derek Jeter. Mason Bombback line. Josh, what'd you come up with? Unless she dated another athlete, um, I'm not aware of. I, I was. I knew right away that she had dated Derek Jeter, so we checked in with Derek Jeter. Rumor has it that he dumped her when she started to get too famous for him. The correct answer is Derek Jeter. So too famous, not too old. Right. Okay. That's, that's, that's Leo. I, Leo. I was, yeah, right. I was reading about it when I was making the question, and, and everything seems to point to once they start to get too famous, he would move on to, uh, to the next one. The next up-and-comer. 
Yeah. Um, so points all around on that question. Brings us to question number four. What college star debuted his patented dance move at Big Blue Madness in 2009? The dance craze eventually went viral in 2010, although I'm hoping that's not the reason he was drafted number one overall. I think, I mean, I don't know why we need to think about this anymore because they both, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll check in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombag line, talk it out. It's the first question I can actually contribute in some way. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, at, at first, you know, when you said it, my brain went to Duke, but I think I think Big Blue is Kentucky. So then we've settled in on trying to come up with Kentucky players. Um, Don't say that too loud around a Michigan fan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a lot of love for Michigan. Okay, it's understandable. So number one overall picks out of Kentucky. Kentucky. Mason, you said John Wall is twenty ten. I'm pretty sure, or close to it. And he was a one and done, so that would make sense if he was there in two thousand nine. Plays one year, got drafted in twenty ten. Yeah, and I think Anthony Davis was also a one and done. Yeah, but he, a bunch of these guys are one and dones, and he was later. So I'm I'm totally comfortable with John Wall. Yeah, I'm trying to think what dance I can associate with John Wall, but I. Now that, I, I, I that part doesn't. I, I have nothing to contribute with the dance part of it, which is why I added the uh, the part at the end. But uh, the it's the chicken dance. <laughs> yeah, he, the 2010. 2010 feels good. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and check that in. All right. We're going to check in with John Wall. Mason Bombag line is checked in with John Wall. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, do you know the dance? We do not know the dance, but we did the same thing. 2010 number one picks was John Wall. We're going to keep – I'm going to keep guessing John Wall for these until I finally <laughs> get it right. It's a flex dance. Yeah. Very easy to do. It's called the John Wall. Both teams <laughs> Question number five. On the Lonely Island track, I'm on a boat. What athlete is referenced right before the lyrics? Anything is possible. That's it. We can I, I'm I'm positive checking that in. Sounds good. All right. Okay. We'll check in. Okay. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombback line. What are you guys thinking? Uh, it, when, when the Celtics won the championship. I think it was one of the Celtics one um, before telling us this is for soda. Um, Garnett famously said anything is possible. So I, I don't know for sure if that's in the lyric, but he's the athlete that famously said, like just screamed it while being interviewed. Yeah. I... And with Dan being so positive, checking that in, it makes me feel pretty good about Kevin Garnett. Okay. That. So I defer to you on that. So all right. So we're gonna check in with anything is possible. Kevin Garnett. The Mason Bombback line is checked in with Kevin Garnett. Lions and Tigers and Wolves. What'd you come up with? Jake, I may have played that one a little too far from the That's best. All right. Sorry. No yeah, I think I gave I gave Bombback a uh, an You gave me it. nothing. I had it okay. before. <laughs> okay. You just solidified it for me. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's it's Kevin Garnett. I was going to deliver it in the way the Lonely Island did, but Bombak just did that when he screamed it out like that. So uh, the correct answer is Kevin Garnett. Nothing like winning a championship with another team and then saying it's for your oh, former that, team. I mean, that's 
I, yes. I appreciated the sentiment. It wasn't yeah. true. <laughs> I didn't get any other than feeling good that Kevin Garnett got a championship. I didn't feel good. The Timberwolves didn't win. Yeah, I mean, hey, that was for us. So <laughs> anything is possible. I mean, yes, I felt great. I felt great for Garnett. I was I was cheering for him, but yep. yeah, that wasn't our championship. Okay. Boston's got enough. They can give us one, right? So. Give us one of the Red Sox ones that Ortiz won for him. Give. Oh, can we not go through all of the Minnesota players who went to Boston and helped win championships? <laughs> Todd Walker, what? Doug Minkiewicz, what? <laughs> Heading into the second half, we have a score of Lions and Tigers and Wolves with 260. And holding on to their slight lead with 270 is the Mason Bombat. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Now on to the second half. Today's third quarter will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of five pairs of questions. One easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, each team will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 20 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. The theme for this quarter will be draft busts. For each athlete, I will give you the year they were drafted, the team that drafted them, and the position they played. All you need to do is identify the athlete. Question number one, David. 1995 Bengals running back. Question one, Goliath, 1995, New Jersey Nets forward. That's it, Jake. That's it. We'll check like in. It. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombach line. Mason, let's see if you can pull the uh, Goliath on this one. Well, we know the David for sure. I'm going to come up with the Goliath. I don't really have anything specifically for that. Try and think. The Nets in '95. I don't. I don't think I'm going to get there. Um, should we just check in with uh, Kajana Carter for the David? Yeah, that's fine with me. I just. I don't have enough of that draft after. Like, I think I was still celebrating Garnett because I was pretty excited about that, and so I don't know if I was paying a lot of attention to the picks that followed. So, um, we'll check in. With the David with Kajana Carter. The Mason Bombac line is checked in for David with Kajana Carter. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what do you guys check in with? You were, uh, Josh, you, UCLA did win in 95. Damn it. And it, I'm pretty sure it was a player from that team. It Eddie it O'Bannon. Ed I think it was Ed O'Bannon. He's going to get us back our video games, man. He's the guy. Ed O'Bannon. Yet uh, one, both teams getting points this round. Uh, the answer for David is Kajana Carter, and the answer for Goliath is Edo. 
All right, question number two. David, 2008 Miami Heat forward. Question two, Goliath, 2008 New York Jets edge rusher. I'm, I'm good going with you on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, right. I think that's, let's check that in. All right, we'll check in. All right, Lions and Tigers and Bulls have checked in. Mason Bombach line. Sorry, Mason Bombach line for Azores. So the David played for the Timberwolves for a while. It's Michael Beasley. I wouldn't have come up with Man, that guy loved weed. <laughs> or probably still does. Totally does. <laughs> totally does. So the question <laughs> is... Can, can, <laughs> didn't he buy his weed from uh, J.R. Ryder when he was in Minnesota? <laughs> I think Ryder was well gone by, by the time Beasley got there. But No, he was still hanging around the locker room. His, his network was probably strong, man. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, Ryder was, was long gone while he was playing for the <laughs> So was Michael Beasley. <laughs> okay, so Mason, you got anything on that uh, Jets um, edge rusher? I'm thinking, because I'm trying to remember, those Jets teams made the AFC championships, like 09, 2010. I'm trying to think of someone because they had a. So if you're thinking of the twenty, if you're kind of thinking 2010 Jets, where he would have been on the team for a couple of years, yeah, already probably a couple of years and then dropped off and dipped somewhere else. So more than likely, he would have probably still been starting. You would think, wouldn't you? In 2010, unless he was a huge, huge bust. And they were a defensive team, so that's why I'm thinking more of those lines. But I'm not going to be able to give you much help. I don't think. I don't. Know. I can't picture any names of Jets defensive linemen. I can, but they're all more like I keep thinking Sheldon Richardson, which is obviously like 2015-ish, but I'm just trying to think in that, you know. And Richardson's not an edge rusher. Yeah, but I'm just trying to think defensive linemen and, you know, going from there. Yeah. So 2008 was, that would be the Jake Long draft. I'm just trying to, I was trying to go through that, but that's not really. I, I'm not going to get, I'm, 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 I'm sure when they, check in with the name i'll be like oh yeah him that's that's i'm gonna be frustrated because i i know that there was someone there for like a couple of years and unlike the last one i'm not even sniffing around it myself yeah so. we can just check in with the david and take our points all right we'll check in with the david of michael beasley the mason bombback line is checked in for david with michael beasley Lions and Tigers and Wolves. What did you guys come up with? Jake, this was almost all you, man. I, I gave you some inspiration. Yeah, no, this one this feels like you. it was inspired by a little bit of hatred by me because it was, I think it's a former Ohio State player, Vernon Golston. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with Goliath, with Vernon Golston. Uh, the David answer is Michael Beasley, drafted second overall after Derrick Rose in 2008. And the Goliath answer, drafted ninth, or I'm sorry, drafted sixth overall by the Jets in 2008 from the Ohio State University is Vernon Golston. Ooh, nice job. Yeah, dude, I, we, we were at defensive end from Ohio State, and then Dan came up with Vernon, and there's not too many of those. Thanks for saying Ohio State and not that stupid, <laughs> biggest pet peeve. I'm sure that's why Scott said it could drive yep, me crazy. I, that's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three, David. 2006 Bobcats forward Goliath. This one's for you, Jake. 2006 Detroit Lions linebacker. Lions draft busts. That's really a, that's long. A deep, that's a deep that's category. <laughs> I had to get one in there, 
right? I think I might know another guy from this draft as a bust for them too. <laughs> I can't think of the right one. <laughs> oh no, now I have to look up the draft. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We'll we'll check in. Mason Bombback line has checked in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves. Talk it out. Jake, I have the David for sure. Right. And I think we're up 70 right now, if I'm been counting right as we went. So the worst, the best they can do, well, I mean, we'll still be ahead after the David. But. Right. Yeah, like that's, Chris, Chris Claiborne's the only name that's popping into my head that, that doesn't feel perfectly right. The other uh, player I'm thinking around that time was the tight end, Mike Williams, wide receiver that got fat and became a tight end, Mike Williams. But I don't have any like concreteness on it. So if you have the David, I think we roll with it. I think we're only up by 50, by the way. Yeah, you're I, right. Yep, I added one wrong. I see where I did it. All right, let's uh, let's check in with uh, with Adam Morrison for the David. Right. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in for David with Adam Morrison. Mason Bombback line, what did you guys check in with? So apparently all of my knowledge comes from either writing questions or being involved in games where we didn't get a right answer. I'm pretty sure the 06 was the Fraggle Rock draft when linebackers were discussed when nobody got Wembley. And Scott, I think you maybe even were the one to mention Ernie Sims I was. being drafted by the Lions. So we are checking in for the Goliath with Ernie Sims. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Thanks, Pat Scott. Okay, well, <laughs> the correct answer for David is Adam drafted third overall by the Bobcats. And the correct answer uh, in 2006, ninth overall, the Detroit Lions did indeed draft Ernie Sims. Bombag, your podcast memory catalog is... Apparently impressive. that's all I have is the podcast memory, not anything else. <laughs> it's keeping you in this game. Yeah. means you're getting better and better and better as, the, as we go along. You can learn from podcasts. <laughs> Question four, David. Don't hate me. 2009 Timberwolves guard. Again, that could be anything. Keep going. <laughs> Question four, Goliath, 2009 Seahawks linebacker. Yeah, Jake, that sounds right. Yeah, it's feeling good, man. Like I, it just popped yeah. in last minute, but I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Let's check in. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves checked in. Mason Bombback line, you guys can talk about uh, the Goliath because I'm pretty sure Josh has – the David already. <laughs> I do too. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be another Vernon Golston question where I'm going to hear the name like, oh, yeah, that's, that's the guy. But I don't, I don't have it. Can we just check in with uh, David with good old Johnny Flynn? Sounds good to me. All right. We're going to check in with Johnny Flynn. Okay. The Mason Bombback line is checked in for David with Johnny Flynn. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what do you guys check in with? All right. You ready for this one? We have no idea on the on the Goliath. We just <laughs> we just did that. See if you would uh, try and chase the Goliath. <laughs> so we checked in with Johnny Flynn. <laughs> All right. Both teams will be getting points on Goliath for this one. Johnny Flynn drafted six overall ahead of I don't know Steph Curry. Uh -huh. Answer for Goliath: 2009 fourth overall. The Seahawks drafted linebacker Aaron Curry. <laughs> That's do it, Bombac. Curry. Who? <laughs> I actually know the name. That's clever. You put a three question in there with Johnny. I, I did. That's why I put because I thought you guys would think Steph Curry maybe stuck on Curry and get the Aaron Curry. Nope, nope not even what I just said, Steph Curry. That, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. All right. Well, 
All right. Question five, the final question of the third quarter. David, don't hate me. 2005 Vikings wide receiver. Question five, Goliath. 2005 Warriors power forward. All right, we'll check in. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombac line, the floor is yours. Well, we got the David. That's going to be Troy Williamson. Wonderful replacement to Randy Moss. Drafted him with the draft pick they got. Gross. I'll use the Josh line. Who? Yeah, that exactly. Because in, unless you're from Minnesota, you probably. So uh, I have zero clue on the Goliath. I'm fine with just checking in with our David and getting our 20 points and moving out of the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. All right, we're going to check in David with Troy Williamson. The Mason Bombag line is checked in for David with Troy Williamson. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves, what was your answer? You know, the 2005 NFL draft in some ways is worse than the 2009 NBA draft for Minnesota fans. Because not only did we take the answer, which is Troy Williamson, we also took Erasmus James in that draft. Oh, that's right. Erasmus I actually James. really liked him. And passed up on DeMarcus Ware. Passed up on Sean Merriman. Yep. Lights out. Passed up on twice on Aaron Rodgers. Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's we we don't we don't have anything for the NBA one except for I I want to say tell am I wrong was this like some highly touted African guy? Yes. Okay, I I can't remember a name, but I remember that. So the correct answer for David is indeed Troy Williamson, drafted seventh overall. The Goliath answer, drafted ninth overall by the Warriors, um, did not last long, is uh, out of Arizona State, Ike Diagu. Okay, after the third quarter, we have a score of the Mason Bombac line with 400 and Lions, Tigers, and Wolves with 420. So it is a nail-biter going into the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Before I give you the categories, I do want to preface this and say that I had no prior knowledge of one of the team's team names before, like while making these categories, because your categories are Lions, Tigers, Bears, Oh My, and Wizards. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of Lions. Who ranks second all-time in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns for the Detroit Lions, trailing Calvin Johnson in all three categories? Oh, sure. Are you on that? 80. That makes sense. I know I I know he was had receptions. Like I know for that one for sure. Okay. So if it's collective, then it like it has to be that one too, then, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Check in. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombac line, you guys can talk it out. Yeah, so I sent over to 
um, Mason, Herman Moore, I'm feeling like 98% on that. Like before Kelvin Johnson, he, he was the man. And uh, especially through a lot of uh, time that I was really watching the Vikings and play the Lions. So I, I feel confident checking in with that. If you, if you are okay with that. Yeah. Um, I know that he was a good receiver for them. I, I don't, I don't know a ton about his specific career, like how long and how productive he was, but I do know that he was a good receiver for a while. And especially since you have a lot more confidence. Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy caught a lot of, he had a lot of catches, a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns and sometimes against the Vikings. So we're going to check in with Herman Moore. Mason Bombag line has checked in with Herman Moore. And how many points did you wager? Oh yeah. Hey, we, we wagered 80 points. Okay. And over to lions and tigers and wolves. What was your wager and answer? Uh, we also wagered 80 points and we also said Herman Moore. Yeah. Everyone wagering 80 points, everyone answering Herman Moore and everyone getting points on this question. The answer is Herman Moore. After question one in the fourth quarter, the score deficit is still 20 points as Mason Bombac line has 480 and Lions, Tigers, and Wolves have 500. On to question two in the category of Tigers. Currently the director of the Major League Baseball Player Association, what first baseman hit 156 home runs for the Tigers during the 90s? You all right checking that in? Yep, do it. Yep, we'll, we'll check in. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bombac line, tell us your thoughts. I think, Mason, I think it's Tony Clark. Okay. Um, and, of course, his name came up quite quite a bit recently with uh, when they were trying to figure out how many games they were going to play. You know, the Players Association kept going back and forth with uh, the commissioner's office. And Tony Clark played first base for the Tigers for a lot of the 90s. I think that is who it is. Yeah, that that sounds right. I mean, I remember reading about whenever the MLBPA was ha- going back and forth. I just didn't remember the name of the. I think, the head. like I said, I I'm not as confident with my Herman Moore, but I'm still feeling pretty pretty confident. Right, and obviously you would have seen a lot being in the same. Right, position. like uh, these these first few here are feeling a little better. Just they're in the division of the teams, you know, that I watch. So I get to see a lot of them as well. So it's almost like the host would have done that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's divisions except mine. Oh, he's at least given one of us a a division. So, so you're you're all right with that. All right. So we're going to check in with Tony Clark for 80 points. Okay. The Mason Bombac line has checked in with Tony Clark for 80 points. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves, what was your answer? I have a feeling it's going to be similar. I also came at it from the MLBPA um, side and uh, ended up uh, remembering Tony the Tiger. He's great! And Tony Clark. And for how many points? For 80. (laughs) For the second straight question, both teams wagering 80 points, and both teams are correct. The answer is Tony Clark which means that after two questions in quarter four, the deficit remains the same. The updated score now being the Mason Bombac line with 560 and Lions, Tigers, and Wolves with 580. 
which brings us to question number three in the category of Bears. What Cal alumni was a first round draft pick in 2010 by the Lions and became the first former NFL player to participate in the Summer Olympics in 2016? All right, guys, we'll check in. Lions and Tigers and Bulls have checked in, so now you guys can actually share those names with us. Best. What's his first name? Donald Best. That's it. As soon as you said best, it came in my head. I, I, I'm pretty sure he went to Cal. He, he did. He did. That's it. It was Javid Best. Okay. So we'll check in with Javid Best for 60 points. The Mason Bombag line has checked in with Javid Best for 60 points. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what was your answer and wager, please? Yep, that's that's actually what we came up with. It's Javid Best. I, I think he wasn't a U.S. Um, Olympic athlete, though. I think he was like from a like a Caribbean, one of the Caribbean islands or something like that. And we wagered um, wagered eighty. Uh, yeah, he ran for uh, Saint Lucia. Okay. Uh, in the Summer Olympics in 2016, ran a 10.39 in his heat of the 100 meters and did not advance to the semifinals. Correct answer is Javid Best. Yeah, wasn't going to get there from the Olympic side of it, but. Uh... I actually didn't even know that until making this question. My original was the <laughs> best question. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty interesting fact. It, it certainly is. Uh... We do have a deficit change now. Uh, after three questions, the score is the Mason Bombag line with 620 and Lions, Tigers, and Wolves with 660. But it's certainly still anyone's game with two questions to go. Question number four in the category of, oh my. On September 1st, 2007, Appalachian State pulled off one of the biggest upsets in NCAA football history the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> if you thought I was only going to like throw at the, at the Minnesota guys, I was just waiting on yours. Who was the starting quarterback for the Wolverines during? I think you're right, Jake. Yeah, I'm good. Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in. Mason Bomb back line. You guys can talk it out. I think you're right, Mason. I was hoping you said the App State quarterback because I knew that one right off the bat. I thought but, I thought about it, but yeah, that that one's. I I think you're right. I think Chad Henney is. I think he was the quarterback started. So, uh, yeah, I I'm totally good with your answer. Why don't you go check it in? All right. <laughs> yeah, I can check one in. We'll go ahead and check in with Chad Henney for 80 Mason points. Four. Thank you. The Mason Bombback line has checked in with Chad Henney for 80 points. Lions and Tigers and Wolves, what did you check in with, and what was your wager? Uh, we wagered 100, and, mm -hmm. and everybody watched highlights of that game because it was the first Big Ten Network game, and nobody had it yet. And um, we also said Chad Henney. I changed this question around so many times. I had Armonte Edwards as the answer, the App State quarterback. I had a Mike Hart question and then I was like let me make it a little bit easier probably yeah the guy that's still active and just won a Super Bowl as a backup the correct right. answer is Chad Henney well you know at least after you you know triggered him you at least gave him a an easier <laughs> an easier go to the answer so. right yeah all right so going in final question we have a score of 
the Mason Bombac line with 700 and Lions, Tigers, and Wolves with 760, meaning it is all going to come down to this final question. Question number five in the category of Wizards. In the 1999, I'm sorry, in 1999, the Washington Wizards drafted what reigning NCAA champion and future NBA champion with their first round pick? Unfortunately for them, they traded him away just three years later. We'll uh, check in. All right, the Mason Bombac line has checked in. Lions, Tigers, and Wolves. Let's hear it. But could it be someone that's already come up today? Could it be the uh, the Detroit rap group? I, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure UConn won in '99. I'm I'm almost positive of that. And then it fits all the rest of them. Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton fits all the rest of the the boxes on that. Let's let's do the Detroit rap group. Uh, Rip Hamilton for eighty. Okay, Lions and Tigers and Wolves have checked in with hashtag Rip Hamilton for eighty points. And over to the Mason Bombag line. What was your answer and wager? Well, we wagered sixty points. So we're not going to win. Um, but yeah, um, with all of these having Michigan ties uh, after this Wizards part, the beginning of the question, obviously this player went to the Pistons and won a championship. Um, that would be the very famous Detroit rap group, Rip Hamilton. So I don't write these questions during the game. I've had this in the game all week. And <laughs> he be, ends up being – Bombac answers him for a question. Yeah. About hashtag Rip Hamilton. We talk about the 04 Pistons beating the Lakers. Yeah. I, I, you, can't, you can't write this stuff, except I did. The correct <laughs> Richard Hamilton. Nice. Well, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. The Mason-Bombac line finishes with a very respectable 760 points. However, our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the very, very coveted former Detroit Lions backup Drew Stanton Award with a score of 840 points is Lions, and Tigers, and Wolves. Oh, my. Great game, gentlemen. Yeah, good job, everyone. Game, Scott. Thank that was you. a fun one. Yeah. That was fun. That was, that was a really, really well-crafted game, Scott. Uh, like, I, 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 you know, all week I was moving things around and – to get in odd one out and trying to get not only the Michigan stuff in there, but you know, if I was going to rag on him for the Appalachian state, I had to get you guys with the draft. (laughs) (laughs) You you hit us twice. That was right. No, no, no bad same stuff though. No, you know, I didn't want to pour too much salt (laughs) on every wound. I wanted someone to like me coming out of this episode. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jake, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Yeah. Fun. Um, Anytime I get to, to write questions about Detroit sports, it makes me really happy because I grew up a Pistons fan when I was little, like NBA. Right so, I mean, you know, that was a lot of fun for me. And, you know, just great, great, you know, having you on. I mean, you came up with the episode title, Cajun Brady Hoke is whole. <laughs> like, yeah. One of my favorite episode titles probably that we have so far, to be honest. Sweet. Sweet. Well, no, thanks a lot, guys. It's been fun listening to you guys the last couple months. It's been, like, definitely good hanging out home quarantine music in my ears to listen to some good trivia and it's been really fun to be with you guys today well, yeah, welcome back coming. anytime jake and awesome. um i'd happily take you on my team again so <laughs> thanks man appreciate it i've actually i think it, it's i'm contractually contractually <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean family members it goes one of two ways right you either play with them or you really want to play against them. right there you go you know and beat them so there you go any other regards for uh, for you guys 
the bench warmers here. Yeah, um, Mason, uh, you know, we we pair up pretty well. Um, usually, I know yeah. we had, even the game, the other game we lost, I think we were still pretty much in it. Oh, yeah. So you, you you pulled things that I didn't have. It's just we had those couple of halftime ones that we just couldn't quite get to. But, you know, we ran the pre and post and just along with them, we, we ran the fourth quarter with them. They just, you know, we needed them to get at least one wrong. So. You also yeah. got yeah. You also ran David and Goliath. They weren't all Goliath. True, true, yeah. true. Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah, no, it was a, it was and a the fun pre and game. Post game. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. The pre and post game, I I was very pleased with that. I always love seeing Mason when he shakes his head like, "Yep, that's it. We got it." <laughs> so, shame, um, shame on me for Donovan McNabby Wombat. I guess no, that was good. <laughs> that was good. That was a perfectly crafted. It, Dan just kept kind of going at the wrong back and forth. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Jake, uh, thanks for coming on. And um, I, I guess it helps if you know, having Michigan person on where a lot of the sports at least are adjacent to yeah. my wheelhouse. So totally. I got nothing else. Mason, you got anything? No, that was a super fun game. And like I said, we, everybody did really well. And that's all you can really ask for. Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him. For producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.